0: Oh, <laughs> see
1: Hello everyone, and welcome to Tabletop Radio Hour, your podcast for everything tabletop. My name is Zach, and this week I've got the regular crew. We've got Mark and Logan. Mark, how are you doing today?
2: Uh, I am doing great. Ready for ready for this? I think, yeah. Logan, how are you doing?
3: I'm feeling a little smaller today. I'm not really sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, yep. I'm doing well. Thank you. wonderful thank you for the wonderful effects (laughs) logan a few things here before we jump into the episode Uh, you'll notice we're going to be using some very beautiful music in these episodes and that is a very large thanks to those wonderful people over at two little mice i reached out and they have allowed us to use their music for our episodes so thank you again Uh, this would not be as beautiful as i think it will turn out uh, if we didn't have that wonderful immersive lore accurate music for this game so i hope this gives a bit better of a representation of what this system should feel like when playing it there's a lot of beautiful stuff in this system and there's some great music to go along with it one last disclaimer the topic of one particular thing that i know a lot of people don't enjoy is spiders now uh, in this series not in this first episode but uh, in this series we do include the discussion and fighting of spiders so if that's not your thing get a flavor for what the systems like with this first episode here and uh, in the future I'll I'll include more disclaimers like this so maybe a story we tell in the future uh, might not involve those so without further ado let's just uh, keep going here today we are playing a special game here so hype <laughs> We all have been very excited for this since we heard of its its uh, its <laughs> release. I guess, yeah. But today we are playing Household. Woot! In Household, you play tiny people going on some pretty big adventures. And uh, today we have uh, uh, two tiny people here. Hello, tiny people hello (laughs) hi we will meet them here as as we get into the story but for a little background we have an intro here so hey is that a short uh, joke further ado (laughs) little (laughs)
0: background (laughs) come on now
1: Mm, there will be many puns in this there will be many puns so prepare yourself (laughs) yeah i'm not sorry (laughs) But uh, with this intro, you'll learn a little bit about the, the, the kind of people here that live in the house. Legends tell of an ancient time before time, and of the building of the house. In that time, all the littlelings lived together as equals, and they were called the Little Folk. When the building of the house was finally completed, all the members of the Little Folk gathered to choose their fate. Some of them wanted to move on the inside, while others much preferred life on the outside. Some of them had seen how big the master was and wanted to serve him. Others feared him and wanted to leave this place. Days and nights passed, but the little folk could not find a solution. satisfy all the different wants, and so they took the difficult decision to split up. The little folks scattered, each group struggling to face dangers far bigger than themselves. In their desperation, they each turned to an ancestral force that could safeguard them and preserve their lines. Those who secured a contract with the hearth and swore their fidelity to the master took the name of Brunies and went on to become the modern Boggards. Those who turned to the stars and gained wings in return became the Fae, and we now call them fairies. Those who called onto the household forces and gained the lightness of the draft, the brilliance of the spark, or the strength of the drain, are known as sprites. Finally, those who had abandoned their ancestral homeland struck a deal with the forces of Far Beyond, and have only recently come back as the slua, where legends and... Oral tradition begins, telling us of the years when each little folk lived in isolation, almost forgetting about the others. History begins the day Big Ben Hartsworth, first among boggarts, learned of the master's disappearance. Soon after, the little folk would return to lay claim to their native land. I think without further ado, we might just jump straight into things. Are you are you guys ready? Ready. Ready. ready? I've been ready for this. Okay. <laughs> first things first, we get a, a small look at a man by the name of Dimitri. Uh, Living in the dining hall in the city of Astravia, also known as the crystal city. The camera pans back as we see, um, you know, these close-ups of uh, these buildings and these people who seem to be dressed very eloquently, who all don wings on their back. Here we see the fairies. As you pan back from the scene, you see this city is built on top of the dining room table. see various uh, elevator systems and pulleys and even small <laughs> carriages carried by various flying insects, mostly bumblebees around here. We see Dimitri. Uh, what does Dimitri look like? Dmitri
2: Andreevich is a little bit of ruggedness to him. I he is a he is a fairy. He does have the, the wings folded along his back. As with most fairies, he's, he's very uh, elegant and, and good looking. Blue hair, brown eyes, carries himself very well, and uh, he he definitely has the classic uh, fairy elegance. I guess is the best way to describe it uh, as he uh, as he strolls down the street. Uh, now, uh, what does Dimitri do? He is a he is a detective. He's done a lot of scholarly stuff, a lot of very, very well educated. Uh, he did some work with the gendarmerie in the past, and they've kind of authorized him to step out and kind of get a, his own license as, as more of a private private investigator.
1: As Dimitri is walking through the streets, uh, we see the city is wealthy and clean strolling among the tall glass buildings is a feast for the eyes every street the broad and the narrow is peppered with studios and shop windows of all kinds studded with the golden signs of barber shops restaurants and luxury hotels a few Minutes go by as you're walking, Dimitri, and down the middle of the street, whether you're looking down at a book or uh, just looking around at the people, um, you see an individual that you know runs up to you. Her name is uh, Vega. She is a sprite, a salamander, so a little bit darker complected skin, um, small pointed ears. You can see she's uh, not suited for this climate, but a uh, far harsher climate. She's got cloaks flowing uh, behind her. and I, I can only best describe as a Sultan style shoe uh, with a curved toe and uh, leather wraps going up the calf to the knee. She runs up to you. Ah, um, Dimitri, are you, uh, are you ready to go? Take Uh, yes, I am ready to go. We're... You seem confused. Today we were going to, to start our journey down to, uh, down to my home, down to the basement. Oh. The, for the, tur- the tournament. you you must be <laughs> very busy. The uh, the Valentia Tournament uh, of Duelist. You said you wanted to go like oh. uh, last week or something.
2: I have been looking forward to it all week, of course. <clears throat> yeah.
1: I know when you're lying to me, but it's uh, <laughs> all good. I know you wanted to go because you did uh, very intently tell me that you wanted to go.
2: I, I am looking forward to seeing where you come from, so ready when you are.
1: It's a wonderful travel, and I'm glad you chose me to, uh, to be your guide. <laughs> yes. And she'll smile and kind of punch you in the shoulder. Uh, <laughs> do you have your things ready? Yes. Yes, I think so. I travel light. That's what you're bringing. As she looks at you head to toe. All right, then. <laughs> you might uh, have to complete an errand or sure whatever you, you were on your way to do. Mm-hmm yeah before heading off the table and uh, and through the remainder of the house it takes probably i'd say probably a solid week's travel mm. oh yeah just based on you you are on the main floor but if memory serves me correct, it's a decent way from the stairs going down. Let me
2: ask you this. Are we taking the, the more open route through the, through the hallways, or uh, are we taking a, a kind of
1: shortcut through, through the walls? Mm, it might be a good collection of the both, There are probably some areas that don't have wall access, or Mm -hmm. probably while you're on, while you're in the dining hall here, you'll be more in the open because you're more familiar with the area. Sure. But once you start to head towards the downstairs, it would probably make sense to stay towards the walls. Okay. Tell me something that that happened to the two of you uh, on your travels here. Well. In the long hallway which is the, the area that
2: leads right up to the stairs we ran into a patrol that uh, you know we had to we had to make sure that our documents were in order and such but I, it was fortunately one of the one of the patrol people was uh, one of the people that uh, I worked with with the in the gendarmerie who was kind of upgraded into the uh, the Imperial uh, army. And uh, so I was able to kind of make an acquaintance with an old friend that way. So so we had that going before we hit the uh, before we got to the actual stairs. Wonderful.
1: As you you, you all take you, your time to travel here, the camera will pan past them uh, down the stairs and really just really getting uh, an idea of how small these littleings are in comparison to the house. I find it funny that the unit of measure for their height is tiny meters. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And it seems fitting. Yeah. Down beyond the quivering stairs where the house meets its foundations, the red glare of a burning furnace shines on the rough walls of the basement. Under the light of this eternal sunset, the sawdust dunes line the borders of the house territories. The mysterious underground domain of the Slua from far beyond, land of secrets and mystical truths of danger and great beauty. In the middle of the floor, we see the city of Valentia, built on the banks of the Gulf and partly on its waters with most of its buildings standing on sturdy stilts. The slightly warmer weather and beautiful architecture draws thousands of tourists to the most splendid city per year. But this time of year is especially busy, with the very popular Valentia tournament taking place in the next few days. Here in the city, we see a very large pinwheel You've all seen it, the paper pinwheels. Um, this one painted gold, completely gold. Down in the city streets, we see canals running through with small... What are, the, what are those called? Gondola, gon, Gondola. Gondolas, yeah. Wonderful. Small gondola-style boats with, with people giving tours and people shopping through various studios or... Uh, Shops, there, most of these buildings seem to be lined with gold. We see a man by the name of Radu. Uh, Tell me a little bit about Radu. Walking
0: past the shops, we see a a young man with gray, nearly purple skin, walking with a confidence and a uh, braggadocio that you can only expect from youth that think too well of themselves. This is a confidence that you would see in some sort of, you know, sports competitor, or in his case, in a duelist. We see off of his left hip, the arch and curved half of a scissor. That is what you might see for like fabric cutting shears. And it's got that sort of kopesh curve. The curve part on the inside of the curve is where the blade is a little bit different. He's dressed with You know, very puffy orange pants that come down to a tie just below the knee, and some leg wraps into small slippers, as is the style of the time. On his chest he's wearing just a simple, very loose wrapped shirt and vest. Um looks like they could be thrown off pretty easily. And from as we we scope up we see his face, he's got a kind of chin strap beard coming from his Sideburns down his chin into a goatee, no mustache. And from his forehead, we see a pair of antennae, which are also in a very alert and up and I would say excited sort of position. Imagine, like, how you can see, like, a dog's tail might be, you know, up when they're excited and down when they're sad and whatnot. But you can see the expression in his antennae. Behind that, his dark hair is only slightly covered by a pillbox hat, as it is sometimes called. Or a uh, kufi. Uh, this would be a Giznep Aladdin-style hat, uh, kind of small Ooh. shape, and maybe not as tall as what Aladdin would wear, more more squarish instead of round, but that same sort of you know boxy shape on his head. Yeah. Uh, he's walking down the street and he walks past one open stall where there is an apple, uh, apples and fruits and whatever else not being sold. I think in this case it'd be like. We would first think of it as an apple, but maybe it's just like one kernel of a seed from a raspberry. Not the full raspberry. It's like one of the little lobes of a a raspberry. Yes. He stops, takes a look at it, looks fresh, and he starts to, you know, fiddle around in a a pocket, in a, a pouch, and pulls out a coin. And while he's fiddling with that, he pockets one, or palms one of the raspberry lobes, and flips the coin to the guy, and acts like he's taking his time to pick a second one. And as he walks away, he throws the one he pocketed off to the side towards a little urchin.
3: Oh,
1: absolutely! He'll reach out and grab it, and you know, without saying anything, just kind of murmuring and uh, nodding his head, He'll go into start to eat before scurrying around the corner. There's a smile that creases across Radu's face, and he just keeps walking, like the world is his. Now. You, specifically, are fairly happy this week with the the upcoming tournament here. Indeed. indeed. Rumor has it that Radu's name might be on the roster.
0: Radu's name definitely is on the roster, and anybody who's going to stop long enough to talk to him will hear about it.
1: (laughs) 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 Wonderful. As you walk down the streets further pass by the square where this tournament will be taking place here probably in the next day or two, uh, you see various vendors setting up stalls and many workers putting together stands and banners and all, all of this wonderful, wonderful stuff. To get ready for not just a tournament it's a fair it's a it's almost like a festival or yeah. a kind carniv- of carnival of sorts but yeah they have here in the center they have uh, have this wonderful source of entertainment uh, of a, a fencing tournament theoretically it's not all you know fencing but uh, it's basically just dualist tournaments as you walk by you can feel the sense of excitement start to to fill you and your heart starts pounding with a bit of adrenaline, just preparing for the upcoming festivities. Yes. Now here's a question. Do the two of these individuals know each other?
2: I'm assuming Dimitri has never left the realm, so he's kind of going into this very wide-eyed i probably asking Deg a lot of questions, so that's my assumption, I don't know.
0: uh, I, I could see we have maybe met, Radu does travel a fair amount. Okay. But our backgrounds would put us most likely on opposite sides. That makes sense.
1: Okay. Generally speaking. Also, not to lean too much into it, but knowing the financial state of the two individuals here. (laughs) True. Kind of puts them in different categories completely. Yep. True.
2: True. Now, my mother was killed during what was called the tri Rebellion. Mm -hmm. There was a movement to try and unite the peoples and bring people together, and my mother, as as somebody who who encouraged this and, and kind of helped try and bring some of the various different races together, she was killed for that so my family would does have, you know, it's probably why I've been uh, friends with Vega but uh, it would be an opportunity Mm. probably to meet people of some other races. That is a possibility of how we could have at least met at some point.
1: Yeah, your your paths may have crossed before. Yeah, I like that. We'll say, uh, you know, your travel will wrap up Dimitri and you all will find a place to stay for the next week or so as these festivities go on. And Radu lives here, so he'll probably just go back home at the end of the evening. Logan, tell me something that uh, Radu encounters before the the tournament starts.
0: I think on one of the days he's going and checking out, you know, the setups and the preparation, and you know, before he goes off to practice. He sees across the field one of his longtime rivals also checking out the field. And there's this moment where eyes meet. And, like, time stops for half a second. And there's this feeling of, like, we can just do this now. We don't have to wait. Ooh. And then there's a respectful nod. And we both go our
1: separate ways. Establishing a little bit of rivalry there. Yeah. I love it. We'll say the, the next day or so goes by and um, you all have the opportunity to do any last minute things before the tournament would start. Um, I'm assuming Aradu would sharpen his blade. Yep. And uh, not, not too much. It is uh, f- more of a friendly competition. This isn't like dueling to the death for people's fun. It's but, just making um, <laughs> sure his stuff is oiled and well done and you know, ready to go. Yeah, the handles wrapped well and yep. you're know, not fraying off, you know, being being looser in his hand. And Dimitri gets the opportunity to do a bit of exploring of the area.
2: Yes. Uh, you know, this is of course all new uh, culture for, for Dimitri, so he's you know, gonna be very kinda careful to be respectful and, and learn as much as he can as he goes along and probably asking a lot of questions, uh Especially to Vega, trying foods, appreciating some of the local architecture, art, mm-hmm. performers, anything. Trying to soak in as much, soak
1: it all in knowledge. Yeah, getting a general layout of the streets. Yes, definitely. Seeing the people, getting tours in the gondolas, and sure, maybe some of these gondolas are like hardened leaves that they've reinforced mm. on the bottom, so that you can just really get that visual. Nice. The next day goes by, and the next morning, the the tournament is just to, to begin. Radu, you'll probably wake up earlier in the morning and head to the head to the grounds. Yep. Eat
0: that nice, light breakfast that, you know, will give me enough, but not so much that there's anything really all that heavy in my stomach. Head to the grounds and see the last of the bug oxes pulling things into place uh, for some of the side <laughs> parts yeah. of the festival. Uh, just to start
1: stretching and, and being... In limber absolutely yeah you'll see beetles pushing boxes and pulling carts here and there you see some of them will fly above carrying something and drop it down almost like a crane and dimitri you and and vega will will get to the festivities that morning as well great um, just arriving with the with the crowds the stands will be filled with people of from all over the house and from out on the porch and out in the yard. There's This is a very large vent that gathers a wide variety of people. As we look across the, the field, so to speak, we see the various combatants in there, almost like, st- like stalls. They have sections for each of them, uh, just lining the edge around the the middle combat area of the field here. You look around, you see various people stretching and doing different routines with their swords, just practicing up before the event starts. After a little bit of time goes by, you see at the far end of the field, almost uh, up on the, the viewing stage, you can only imagine this is where more of the higher nobility or those kind of people would sit and watch the events. You'll see a a woman walk up the stairs to the platform uh, wearing a very elegant gown with, uh... You can see this big collar behind her made of, uh... of fountain pens, the tips of fountain pens, uh... behind her collar. She's wearing a, uh golden masquerade mask she's got a loud speaking trumpet that you can tell is most likely a, a piece of paper <laughs> a very large piece of piece of paper ripped on the edges in some places but painted gold for the elegance you hear a voice echo through the, the arena here
3: thank you Ladies and gentlemen, the events are about to start. Please welcome our first combatants for the day. Prepare yourselves. We have Radu, Slough from far beyond, and Vega, Salamander. I hope you all enjoyed the festivity. Hmm.
1: Dimitri, as you as you hear Vega's name called, you seem a bit surprised. She didn't yes. mention being in the tournament itself, but yeah, you know she is a very skilled skilled combatant.
2: Is she, was she sitting next
1: to me at the time? She was a couple minutes ago. Okay. And since you've been looking around, just observing, she has um, snuck away. She's not (laughs) there anymore.
2: Uh Aha. Okay. All right.
1: Looking around, you'll see, you you can see she's standing at one of these uh, combatant stalls. Huh. Yeah, you can see her just getting ready and wrapping her arms with some cloth and just getting ready.
0: I think Radu, in the same position, is also wrapping arms and whatnot, and just before we go out, you see him shrug off the shirt and vest combo, so bare-chested and very ready to go.
1: Were you paying, you probably knew you were first up. Sure. If you were paying attention during the announcement, your ears might perk up a little bit hearing Vega's name. Mm. Vega is an individual that you also know she is from around this area, and you've probably worked with her on a couple freelance jobs or something like that.
0: I almost imagine, like, a, he looks over to see if she looks at him, sort of thing, like, a, really? You? Okay. <laughs> Just kind of like a, hey, no um, way, my friend's in this, cool.
1: Yeah, if if you probably, when you two were announced, you probably looked across of the combatants and, and saw her across the field. Yes. She looks over, she'll nod, give you a wink. I do kind of like a, a salute off my forehead with one hand. And then she turns back to continue... Preparing, as you do, I assume.
0: Yeah, bit more of a smirk now as opposed to like game face, but still amused and ready.
1: Yeah, it, it feels more lighthearted since it's yeah. someone you know. It's Vega, you know. it's cool. <laughs> a visual for those who don't know, you don't know. Vega here wearing that cloak also has a set of beetle horns uh, adorning the front of her cloak there pointed up, kind of uh, almost framing her head, I guess. Really cool visual.
3: Yeah.
1: I love it. A nice set of beetle armor on her there. This will take us to a bit of combat with the specific duel rules, which involves me rolling dice, which is why I picked it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But just a little explanation before we jump in. It's basically this Uh, back and forth set of roles where players and opponents will gain points. Or if they don't successfully defend themselves, they take a jab. In all duels, the first to three wins. So, if you suffer three jabs, you lose.
0: Okay. That's fair.
1: She is a skilled fencer who knows what she's doing. So she will get five dice against your um, approach.
0: Let's go with uh, some war and fight up in here. So that's five dice straight up. And I'm also a duelist. Do I add something for that?
1: You would most likely have a move or ability that would give you that advantage. Sword fighter. Gain a free reroll for all rolls that involve your chosen weapon. As well as for all action or reaction rolls in combat.
0: Okay. So yeah, using my dueling half scissor, it makes sense that I I would yeah. have a reroll if I need it.
1: Five yeah, get a free reroll, and you don't. It, it it it's a free one, so you don't have to. Looks like a good good five five dice versus five dice here, my friend. Yeah, five dice, burgers and fries. <laughs> as as you all prepare. Vega gets in her stance and draws her cogpesh, which is not too dissimilar to the the same style you explained with the curve, the inside of the, the blade having the curve. Yeah. It's, it's a copesh made out of a cog. Nice. If she didn't get that word pun. Oh, cog pesh. <laughs> and we go here. I'll say. I will give you the advantage of going first. So you will roll. Wow. Dices. That's a whole lot of ones. That's okay. That is technically a critical success. The sixes. Yeah. It's you're rolling, uh, uh, same dice. So there's three ones. It count. uh, It's you're doing pairs. Three of a kind, four of a kind. That's
0: right, that's right, that's right. Okay, sorry. Man, no, no,
1: no <laughs> That's fine. So you got a critical success. You got three of a kind, which uh, is the equivalent of three basic successes, just so you know. I'm going to
0: re-roll that five
1: and six. You can re-roll the five and the six. You cool. re-roll any dice that are not part of a success.
0: Yeah, the two and the four. Is what replaces the five and the six, so nothing extra. Still just the no the, the
1: success. Perfectly fine. You can always go uh, all in, which means you can do more, but that's usually typically when you don't score anything um, or you need to get a higher, um, higher value. And, and, yeah, and just, don't
2: you have to have gotten some increase on your reroll?
1: I uh, I believe so. Yes. Yeah, so we'll scored a better result than the first roll. They can choose to go all in. Right. Yeah. So unfortunately, no. You can't. You can't go all in. Right Which
0: now. is fine. Yeah. I, I don't need to go. I mean, narratively, all in on this person. That's just a friend. Like it, yeah. It, there's not that much on all in. It's good. And
1: it's still a yeah. darn good roll. The dice don't lie. E. Hey. I rolled a critical success what? to combat. That that incoming success, and she also got a, a basic success on top of that. Oof! So on that one, it actually looks like she gets the jab for that round. As you come in for your first attack here, uh, you swing your sword across, as to glance off of uh, her shoulder armor before. She quickly ducks under your attack, rolls, and sweeps your leg, causing you to stumble a little bit. Maybe not pushing you all the way down to the ground, but uh, kind of giving you a a sly look as as you recover there for a second. On to the next, uh, it'll be her attack yeah. against you. So still, still roll that. I'm gonna reroll. It didn't.
0: So that means I've got three mm-hmm. threes total. And a pair of sixes. Uh, no, because I had a Oh, no, no, you're right, six. right, right, right. Sorry, I yeah. the six. I yeah. wish I had a pair of sixes. That'd be nice.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, that'd be the other thought, is you don't have to re-roll all the ones that didn't hit. You just keep it and hope you get it again, sort of thing, but,
1: yeah. Right. Just a basic success on this end. So, uh, you successfully defended.
0: All right. So, there's this swing, clash, clash, and then oh. back at me, swing, clash, clash, and kind of a circle around each other, uh, almost a uh, uh, Inigo and Wesley sort of you
1: know moment. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> just kind of. It might be a little out.
1: playful. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. So it looks like the score is now one to one. Of course, Dimitri
2: is just kind of squirming on the edge of his seat here <laughs> through this whole thing. Yeah,
1: seeing his friend now battle this very fierce-looking man yeah i think he tries to do a little bit of like a play with his his
0: antenna as if he's you know kind of trying to fake her out like oh i'm gonna go over this way and then completely flattens out and goes for like a lower middle body shot shot sort of thing. just just adds some flavor in there but again yeah. same attack wow
1: nothing coming with it
0: nothing one two three four five does that get me anything it's all in order no?
1: Wow, okay. I, w- I wish it did. No, I don't think so.
0: Uh, let's reroll. Hey, all right, basic success. So he tries to do something. It's seen pretty clearly. Let's see how she does about it and if she can react in time.
1: Let's see. Two, a basic success. I'm gonna. She does have a reroll. Let's see if she gets anything. Else. No. You said you got one basic or two. One basic. Yeah, that's it. One basic against one basic here. It is still a standstill here <laughs> as the two of you are going back and forth with strikes as either you jump out of the way or knock your blade out of the way, Yeap. trying to go for another slash here. And nothing is getting through. It's just this well-matched... Uh, well-matched duel here. Colin Go one more here, see if we can get anything. Anything, Is anything at all. Is it your? Uh, that's
0: her attack back, actually. Yes. Oh.
1: One Ooh. basic success. Two, Two basic, basic successes. successes. So I got a jab on her. You did, yeah. So on her attack, she comes in with that wide right-handed swing. I deflect
0: past myself from the outside of her blade. And as she starts to stumble past me, back edge, just tap her right in the chest. You know, not trying to hurt, just Ooh. one of those like slap the blade away and she runs Bump. into my yeah. blade sort of a thing. And then reset. As we go for another
1: round here. Yep, 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 yep. Ooh, you are attacking her.
3: Yep,
0: uh, that is a... a Three ones, so critical, and then I'm gonna re-roll those two. then I don't get anything for it. Um, so just the three, the three ones, three the, the critical.
1: A, a critical, and she got a basic. How's the, how's this attack go?
0: I think she maybe turns around, and you know, salamanders kind of have a uh, fiery aspect to themselves, uh, mm-hmm. and so maybe her temper is getting up a little bit. And there's this like exchange of blows: three, four, five hits at me. Block, block, block. And then the last one is when I kind of like shove her blade off to the side and just step through. Again, back edge into her gut. Kind of mm. like running past samurai style.
1: Ooh. Yeah. As you as you thump, you hear the air go out of her, and she goes, Ugh. You aren't holding back, are you?
0: My dear, this is a tournament. I am here to be great. No offense.
1: As she ducks under your blade, kicks you back, just getting a little bit of uh, distance to catch her breath and get a bit of her footing back. Uh-huh. there's that fire. Oh, I'll show you fire. <laughs> I hope. Here we go. couple rolls here. Ooh. Ooh, a critical and a basic uh, from her on this mm, attack. Two basics. I'm gonna reroll that six to
0: see if I can get. Nope, I don't. Okay, so two basics.
1: Two basics. She brings the fire. She brings <laughs> the fire. She leans into a lunge. You can see her back foot digs into the into the sand here in in the the pit we shall call it. Sure, in sand. As she. <laughs> stretches that blade behind her as she pushes off that that back foot with the lunge. Coming in, wide swinging over your head, doing a full 360 loop around. And with her other hand, as she comes around, she comes up towards towards your throat with this fountain pen blade on the back of her hand. Oh, interesting. Not doing anything to harm you all friends but just coming inches within your neck there going you asked for the fire
0: I think he you know he brings up his one blade to try and block the top down shot and sees that and barely gets out of the way enough to make him fall on his ass catches him just under the chin a little bit definitely a mark against him hits the ground hard rolls backwards and gets back up okay okay so that is how we're playing okay He thinks about the hidden blade he has uh, around his waist, and he realizes that's probably not the greatest time to pull that out either, and just sticks with his one blade, and goes into a more of a defensive posture, I would say.
1: Adjusting to the two
0: blades he's against.
1: Meanwhile, while this combat's going on, Dimitri's in the stands probably going crazy. Oh yeah, definitely squirming
2: (laughs) all over the place.
1: Is Dimitri the kind of person that's like wincing when Things get close, or oh yeah, uh, oh, yeah reacting sure. in the very obvious manner. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Maybe when Vega scores a hit, he'll he'll kind of, like in a, in a moment of excitement, he'll go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly, exactly, yeah. Like, sh- but not too, not too obvious. He's just kind of reserved a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah.
2: Kind of a, a how angry is she going to be after this type? You know, like okay, all right. Yeah. Oh man, that's fun.
1: With that jab, you also gain one stress, Okay. my friend. So, so take one stress, please. We are one and two each. Uh, of course, remembering, you c- you can use moves if you have them. Um, you can use a move once per session, yeah. and they'll reset at the beginning of the next session. So
0: I think I charge in for another hit. Again, Not not sure I want to spend it now for the sake of
1: just a reminder. Not make not making you. Just just
0: a Yeah, reminder. no, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that. Just regular attack. So I rolled three sixes, so critical on my next one.
1: This one is even. One critical as well. Alright. After that close call, she'll flip back and charge back in as you go for a, a sort of Repost, so to speak Sure, yeah Getting out of the way of the blade And giving your own Trying to Trying to keep going Let's go for one more little roll here Alright mm-hmm. Three sixes right off the bat me mm. Roll two. two of those
0: again That's four sixes Oh I think, you know, he Sees her lunge coming in Let's see how she rolls I don't want to narrate that I realize I'm
1: narrating this before I even know how she did. You're fine. One critical, one basic, so not enough. Okay, all right. Mm. Go ahead and narrate it. So she
0: comes in. She has this, like, nice overhead swing. There's a parry from me. She brings in that dagger nice and tight. I parry again tight, and as the second parry comes around, I just twist my blade backwards, and she runs straight into the pommel
1: of my scissor and just forehead pommel hits the ground. Oh, Maybe a small bit of blood on the forehead. This yeah. isn't this is for fun, but you know people can get hurt. <laughs> I mean, that's four sixes. Somebody's probably getting smacked. <laughs> Someone's getting smacked. <laughs> yeah, that is enough to do the next two jabs, because that is a good, an ext- extreme success. Is so, so that's four jabs thing. she's got uh, That's actually, th- she had she had two. Yeah, she had two. Oh, okay, yeah. that's enough to take out the the yeah. other one then. Okay. I thought there's just the one. Yep. As she takes that hit for dramatic effect, she'll fly into the fly into the air a little bit and f- uh, fall onto her back, knocking the wind out of her, not knocking her unconscious, but enough to daze a person a good amount. After a few moments, a bell towards the the stage end of the field goes off and the similar bark of the uh, speaking horn you can hear
3: and we have the winner for the first match Radu and Fabian
0: he, he's torn he, he at first kneels down to try and like help her and then everybody's like starting to cheer and he's like by instinct just standing up like yeah what's <laughs> up you know hands up in the air <laughs> come on <laughs> but still looks back to her like okay hope she's
1: okay <laughs> yeah, she's squir- she's squirming on the ground a little bit. Yeah, just, sure, you know, kind
0: of
2: rubbing rubbing her head. Dimitri is going to be out of his chair and not running, but walking briskly towards her corner. Not not jumping out into the, the prey, but getting getting into position to sure. help her when she comes back. So.
1: Yeah, she'll probably limp over there after a moment after, after a minute or two. You'll see she gets a a drink from her yeah. station there.
2: Get her some drinks. Kind of, uh, you know, maybe get a wet cloth and start kind of dabbing it.
1: Yeah. any wounds. Yeah, you see there's a bit injuries. of you know, crowd members reaching from the stands just going, hey, good job. Yeah. Just kind of mm-hmm. cheering her on a little bit. Oh, that was a rough one. You, you held your own very well, though.
2: <laughs> He's a good fighter. Yes. Yes, I... I met him before he's he's very good with the blade, but you have you presented yourself very well out there. Thank you, friend. Give me a moment. Take your time. Did you enjoy? Yes. Yes, that was it was very impressive to see to see your skill.
1: You seem surprised. <laughs> I had no idea. Well you said you wanted to go to the tournaments and I thought <laughs> no better time than Present, see. Eh? That is true. Even more glad that I have made it here with you. It's good to have you, friend. Good to have you too. The events of the the rest of the day conclude here as a, uh, probably a, f- a few more fights go on for the day. As as things wrap up, Raddo, you get the the opportunity to to maybe see some of your future combatants and. Yeah, he's very interested in watching. Not just, you know,
0: for the sake of strategy, but just he he loves it. (laughs) It's his jam.
1: (laughs) The rest of the day concludes as you all go your separate ways. Vega probably going to get a bit of treatment for maybe a slight concussion that, that Radu has given her. Out of, out of fun. Out yeah, you yeah, know, it's a it's friendly, a friendly yeah. concussion, you know, like <laughs> you do. That, <laughs> that's the
2: way these things work, yeah.
0: I think he would be looking for her after the f- things, you know, like local old taverns and stuff <laughs> like that. Be like, hey, can I buy her a, a beer? You know, that sort of thing. Just because that's what you do. You beat up your friends and then you buy drinks together.
1: It's great. <laughs> Absolutely. You. Uh, we can transition to a tavern scene here. Very ornate building with a nice detailed sign not necessarily inlaid with gold, but probably painted uh, with a gold paint.
3: Okay.
1: We see, oh, a name of a tavern. What's a fun name for a tavern? The Dragonfly's Dram. Wonderful. I love it. The Dragonflies Dram. As you walk in, you see um, a few people playing music on some small instruments and drums made out of thimbles and we see many locals and tourists uh, just enjoying themselves having a good time and uh, small, bar. <laughs> small bar small bar small <laughs> <laughs> bar serving drinks to people yep behind the bar you see a fairly large boggart seems quite uncharacteristic but people people travel and find new places to live
0: okay. what, is, what, is, what
1: does that look like? Boggarts are generally tall, sturdy, and burly in build. Their features are kind, but somewhat angular. Their jaws wide and squared, their foreheads tall, and their noses flat. Boggart hair is usually thick and strong, colored in rich, earthy tones like black, chestnut brown, and rarely veering to a honey blonde. Often wearing slacks, boots, a nice button-up shirt that's probably a little bit dingy. Okay. Uh, they're very kind beings. Okay. From the hearth. Just got a bigger, bigger man, square jaw, bald, um, standing there the bar goes, Aye, hey, what do you have? Right. Uh, I'll just take a bit of that.
0: And he just kind of nods towards one of the like the, the big common, you know, cheap drink. Basically, the I'll take a PBR. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: assuming I'm assuming it'd be an ale of sure. sorts sure. here, probably made of clover or yeah, um, yeah, using honey and, and various things. Got it. Uh, maybe more of a mead style than a than an ale style. I'm sure hops still grow You can find wild hops
3: Yeah
1: but we'll Nod and turn around Pour a little bit out of the jug And slide it across the bar
3: Keep
0: my tab open?
1: Mm. He'll nod and grunt
0: Steps away, sipping the beer And kind of looking at the bar Thinking to himself, damn, that worked, okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of people here So he's yep. he's probably just going to remember your face And go, yep. all right <laughs> he'll turn to the other people as he starts to serve some others. <laughs> Moments later, you see two individuals walk in the front door.
2: Uh, yeah, Dimitri would definitely be wanting to buy Vega dinner after her uh, after her big day, so this would be
1: yeah perfect as you're walking, As you're walking in, you she'll go, you know, you don't have to buy me dinner. This trip is kind of my treat anyways.
2: Yeah. <sighs> It's been a treat. Uh, let me buy you dinner. I, I'm
0: so excited. Oh, Vega, my dear, come, come! I must buy you a drink. Stands
1: up from across the bar, waving. Oh boy. She'll <laughs> kind of like as as you yell, she'll kind of hold her head for a second, and, like <laughs> wave wave a hand down to you. Just a just a minute. <laughs> and the two of you make your way towards the bar here. Aye, okay. friend. Ah, good fighting out there, and to you. That was uh, impressive, I have to say. Quite good. I tried my own. You've, you've gotten better since the last time I saw you.
0: Ah, the road does that to a person. You never know what you run into out there. <laughs> Please, I feel bad. You have a, a lump. I, I, I didn't mean to hurt you. Hurt you.
1: <laughs> it's fine. It's all in good
0: jest. Of course. And who is um, your? Oh, you look uh, familiar.
2: Ragu, isn't it? Yeah. I believe we met, uh, Dmitri, once in the uh, ah. the uh, realm. You were passing through the, the, the realm.
0: I was indeed. Yes, you helped me with that um, missing person situation. Correct. Yes. Nice yes. to see you in the lower reaches. I, this is a very uh, you can say it
2: different part of the world. I, it's beautiful. It is It is very different than what I'm used to. It, it's exciting to see so much uh, variety and, and difference. I, I'm enjoying it.
0: If you would like to see the true variety of this area, make sure you go into the less rich areas. We'll see what that variety costs. I, anyway, let me buy you a drink, please, please. I will be kind of looking to Vegas,
2: like, kind of giving her a is-this-okay-with-you look. You know? <laughs>
1: She'll kind of nod at you.
2: Yeah, if you want me to get rid of this guy, I, I, you know, I will. But if you're
0: okay, I'm okay. (laughs) You can certainly try.
3: No,
1: no, you can just sense that he's a bit loud for her right now. Yeah. Fair. (laughs) Fair. Having a possible slight concussion. Yeah. But the drink will help, I'm sure. A little bit of food. Good. You all take a little time. Enjoy yourselves as probably the most of you will eat a meal here and rest up a bit. On the rules side of things, uh, Logan, you'll clear all of your stress. Ooh. And the evening proceeds normally. You all head towards your various living quarters, whether they be temporary, here as you're visiting, or your home, for Radu's case. Vega will probably show Dimitri to his his room, like accompany him to his, where he's staying, whether that be in a tavern or a public rented okay. uh, home, something like that. All right, friend. Um, Well, I guess we'll see each other in the morning.
2: You sure you'll be
1: okay? I'll be fine. I live here. She punches you in the shoulder.
2: Okay. If you need anything. You know where I'll be.
1: Yes, I know. I know. Get your rest. You too night you will go to sleep most likely dimitri radu are you an individual that gets a lot of sleep in the evening or are you doing some do-gooding
0: probably some do-gooding i would say you know depends on the the evening and depends on you know what's going on and how loud his little place where he calls home that's (laughs) an abandoned bowl is how quiet it is Uh, he's always you know kind of trying to at least watch out for his local neighborhood if not not roam about so yeah I think he's he's on a, a night mission just being quiet and being sneaky he doesn't want to go too late because he's got to be rested for
1: the next round yeah so most evenings are probably not necessarily evenings since we have um, the always going furnace in the corner of the of the basement sure. I'm assuming most shades are shut and it's, it's almost just like this faint glow mm. all the time. Not necessarily like bright, bright daylight probably because of walls built on uh, the furnace side in, in some places of the city, but you, you have a nice, it's, it's calmer. Mm. People say you can almost hear the hum of the furnace when people aren't buzzing around. <laughs> Give me something observant. Observant. I guess it's not going to be a reactionary. It'll be like while you're while you're out and about, um, yeah. Make me make me a roll that that you want for maybe finding out some information. What is the skill illusion? Use illusion to hide, tail, lose a tail, and move silently or stealthily. That one. Additionally, use it to dodge projectiles or throwing weapons.
0: I'm going to be elusive.
1: <laughs> I'm going to use illusion. Wonderful. Perfect. I will say this is going to be a critical success.
0: Critical or better? Okay.
1: And possible consequence would be a couple various things, including stress and maybe something happening. Really? So go ahead and roll for me
0: two threes and everything else doesn't count what does it cost to re-roll
1: you can always re-roll as long as you've I believe as long as you've made a uh, success
2: but you're risking that success so if you don't you
1: get anything you lose it
0: okay so when I do a reroll, I literally re-roll everything
1: except no except okay. for your success
0: gotcha well, then let's, Anything that's
1: in a success. Let me just. I am not succeeding yeah. as it is um,
0: now, so let's try and re-roll the remaining ones. And get another three. Somewhere. Yeah. All right. Ooh, Critical. Nice. Critical and a basic. And a,
1: mm, No. And oh yeah. Nice. And the two fives. Nice. Wonderful. Nice. So you. that that uh, counts as uh, extra stuff you can do or find out or whatever. So we'll get into that as you take a look around the streets fairly quiet here you'll notice an individual that seems to be sneaking about mm-hmm. um, they have just exited a um, a, a building um, be- being very very... Quiet about what they're doing. And they slink out of the door and around the corner.
0: And I imagine this person looks not like a youngster trying to sneak out to see a friend, but more mischievous and maybe bad guy-esque.
1: More mischievous and wearing a dark cloak with a hood. Just to kind of lean into that, I'm trying to be sneaky. Perfect.
0: So obvious. Must be an amateur. Okay. So we're going to follow after him and find out what's going on.
1: You follow for a little bit and duck behind a small stack of boxes mm-hmm. by a wall and and get the opportunity to listen in to their conversation. Maybe take a look-see. Yeah, definitely. I like that. Uh, you'll hear a small conversation. One of this, these individuals, you can't tell if it's the one that you saw before. They're all kind of... Dressed in dark clothing mm-hmm. um, There's probably a good six Littlelings in front of you Okay. All having this conversation And you hear one of them say Alright, well, I got it um, It seemed very easy And um, I don't think I was full ah, Good, good, good uh, Well So, uh, what does this mean? Well, that means we're going to Great Blade to do what we have to do. Are you sure that's quite a long travel, but it's pretty, pretty dangerous? Yes, it's dangerous, but we, look at us, we have six of us, there's nothing we can face. Let me just hear that conversation going for a few more minutes.
0: Okay, quick peep around the side. Are there six people standing there?
1: Yes, there seems to be. Wolf. Okay. And you can also see nearby a rat, a smaller rat, but still a rat, that seems to be, like, hooked up to a cart and his, you know, their stuff that they're carrying. Good old rat mobile. Okay. Good old rat mobile.
0: Let's continue. I think he's basically listening to see, you know, so they're heading to the Great Blade, which could be a threat upon government stuff or whatever else not don't know if I really care just trying to see if anybody's gonna get hurt and if there's something that's that bad going on like I guess with that that glass around the corner to see if there were actually six people there mm. uh, do I see what they have or what's so got their
1: attention you can you peek around and you see there is a you can't see many details but you see the general shape of a golden statue mm. Uh, with a, a you know flat base And then on top of this Is a What you can only assume Is a fairly detailed Sculpture of a spider Okay All gold You can't see much other details But um, It seems like that is what uh, What they got I'll say It's not too Stepping on toes, so I'll say you kind of take that information and uh, and leave because you do seem to be a bit outnumbered. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm not, I'm not moving forward. I'm just trying to collect as much as I can without that risk reward balance. Because yeah, six people. I mean, I think I'm awesome, but that's a little <laughs> more awesome than awesome. That's fair to assume.
1: So yeah, the camera pans back as you uh, make your way back down the opposite way uh, from this group of people as you continue your patrols. Yeah, yeah. The camera flashes and we see from the perspective of uh, Dimitri, you are shaken awake. Dmitri, Dimitri, wake up, wake up, Dimitri.
3: What? What?
1: What is it? What? Wake up, wake up. What's the matter? Um, Urgent, uh, we have, uh, you see, uh, you see Vega. Okay, I see. In your, in your room now. Um, um, I need, uh, I need your help. She seems very panicked. Some, okay. somewhat anxious.
2: I'll roll over and start putting a, you know, throwing on clothes. What is it? What, what, what is, what is wrong? Um, I,
1: uh, I just witnessed, um, an individual leaving my home and they, uh, have stolen something from me.
2: I see. Uh, yeah, I will I will finish getting dressed as you know, fast as I can and lead the way.
1: That's the issue. I don't know where they went.
2: Well... Take, take me to your home. I will investigate. We'll see if we can find a trail.
0: Can we say that when I leave that group, I'm trying to backtrack a little bit where I where I follow this guy from to see where he came out of to try and get some more information myself.
1: You definitely can. Ooh, okay. As you get back to the area that you followed him from. Yep. You see two people uh kind of jogging down the street.
0: Creep back into the shadows Just real quick. To not be, be seen, not be noticed.
1: You know? You sinus. duck and, and lunge back and fall into the shadows as as you watch these two and you go, wait, those, I, wait, no, I know, I know those people. Why did they do here? I just <laughs> had dinner with them. As you see your friends, Dimitri and, and Vega.
0: He lets them go up to the front door and then steps out.
1: Well, well, look who's here. So. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Didn't your mother ever teach you not to scare people like that? Uh, If I knew her, yes. She totally would have. (laughs) (sighs) Uh, Ouch. (laughs) It's it's wonderful
2: to see you again. Unfortunately, we're in a bit of a hurry. Um,
0: Good luck tomorrow.
1: Unless you want to help, uh, please, by all means, we have something to do. I apologize.
0: Sure. What are you needing help with?
1: Kind of looking around. She continues to walk through the front door of her home okay. um, ass- assuming the two of you follow and just gesturing widely with her arms okay well I was Do you the- live here? yes I live here there's some dude that walked out of
0: here like 15 minutes ago wait you know? where did he go? that way him and his there- five other buddies with a golden statue with five- a spider
1: on top that's way too many. Spade, spade, you said it.
0: they have like okay. There's three of us. It's fine. We can each get two. Let's go.
1: Long story short, I was going to give this to to Miss Verina after uh, like the, the tomorrow, and hopefully get a good sum because it is um, as I'm sure you know. You saw it, you saw it right. You saw it, uh, the the statue right. You say spider. Yes, spider. I was going to give it to, to Miss Verina because I did not want it to fall into the wrong hands.
3: Well,
0: we should move quickly. Let's go. We should move
1: quick. Okay. You all start to sprint out as she slams her door closed behind her. And you all start to head towards the area where, where Radu had, had been looking before, earlier.
0: Yep. Uh, I kind of um, get the, like, be quiet, you know, finger-to-lips thing, and
1: but yet yeah, still keep sh- moving quickly. Sh- quick. quick, quick, quick,
0: quick. Yep. yep.
1: Keep your feet light. Uh, keep, uh, keep everything silent. We need to be uh, I'm talking to you, Dimitri. I know you're not very quiet. Dimitri's probably quieter than either of us being in a (laughs) second. As he's flying above, like not even walking, he's just fluttering. (laughs) No,
2: actually,
3: (laughs) I'm not fluttering
2: because the wings make noise. The wings make noise. Okay. Yeah. Run.
1: Keeping your footsteps light, you get to um, that area where, unfortunately, it does not look like those people are still around.
0: Of course any you can see. tracks we can see in the dusty street
2: I have a move called attention to detail ooh, where ooh. I can ask the narrator for a clue or suggestion uh, or find ooh. an opponent's weak spot Dang. so this looks like a good point to use that
1: use yeah. that move and mark it off my friend as you all look around the area you can notice a few of these big wooden wheel marks in the sand that seemed to be headed towards your your best assumption being towards the um, towards the workbench where the great blade is. So leaving um, the leaving the city, leaving the city. Okay, yeah, headed out of the city, away from where you are. You can probably assume that they have they probably got out of here within the last half an hour to 45 minutes, just the basic travel time getting back and forth. But probably shortly after when when Radu left. Gotcha. You can assume they have now received the thing that they need, so they have left.
2: Okay, what I would like to do is now I would like to pull out the wings. Just fly straight up and just see if I can see across the horizon. Get a visual. Um, where where they are where they're heading
1: you you stretch your arms a little bit as you see these almost translucent blue wings kind of Mm -hmm. uh, stand at attention here and start to um, flap very quickly back and forth Mm -hmm. as you shoot up into the sky you can see looking towards what I can only assume is the east side of the room (laughs) <laughs> you see the large furnace with the glowing uh, orange light filling the, the desert lands in between you and there. You can see, almost like specks, a small group of individuals making their way down along the river, uh, headed towards the, the workbench.
0: In a rat cart by the river!
2: Oh boy. Okay. Uh, You said they were about a half hour ahead of us? About, yeah. Half hour head start? Okay. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: All right.
2: Uh, Yeah, I'll come down and uh, say they're they're heading that way. They're about a half hour ahead of us.
1: Well, uh, uh, Vega will turn to you, Radu. Okay. And she'll kind of. grab your hands with her hands and she'll look up at you and she'll go My friend, I know that you desperately want to compete in this tournament
0: I don't think you do because desperate is not a
1: strong enough word
0: How important is this to you?
1: I don't think it's just important to me, but I think it is very important to the city as she kind of looks up towards the workbench Do you see the light reflect off of the the great blade, which is this very large circular saw blade in the middle of this table? All right, then. If you don't know what any of this means, there's one thing that you should know, and that is the cult of the spiders. As she says that, her eyes widen a little bit as she looks down towards her feet. Your help would be very important to the success of these. We can't go alone. We need someone as skilled as you are. Mm. And giving Verana this better idol will most likely get us a good amount of coin.
0: (laughs) Now that you say it like that, Mm. I guess... uh... (sighs) Fine, fine,
1: fine, fine. (laughs) Wonderful! She grabs your shoulders, (laughs) uh, turns around to Dimitri. All right, get all of your things. We need to get moving. Easy enough. The page turns as we'll take a break for a minute. We'll take this moment to reset things and uh, prepare ourselves for the next chapter of this journey uh, as the credits roll on today's episode. Hmm. How you feel, guys? Good. Good. Yeah. You having fun?
3: Yeah.
0: I I crack up, you know, because it's like, there's this immersive, like, great, deep fantasy sort of situation. and You can see this lovely description of this person with fountain pens for their headdress. And like, you know, it's just like (laughs) the silliness pulls you back a little bit. It's just it's fun. I love it.
1: Yeah, the over. Absolutely. And a good visual representation of that character um, is on page 263. Oh, beautiful. Where we see Varana of Valentia. Um, the, she is the. It's the equivalent of like the mayor or the person that's in charge. I forgot the title. Beautiful. Uh, but, yes, she is a very, uh, very wealthy, very flamboyant individual. Well, yeah, I think we'll wrap things up here. Gentlemen, thank you for joining me on these tiny adventures. <laughs> where hopefully we'll find out some more about what's going on in in the house. In the house. Thank you again to the wonderful people over at Two Little Mice for letting us use their fabulous soundtrack, which we will show off a bit more in the next episode. I'm curious to see the superpowers of this
0: sleuthing, careful, <laughs> you know, Dimitri true yeah he seems very down to earth for somebody who likes to you know <laughs> fly above the clouds so you know that's i true. can't quite give him crap for being high above us but <laughs> i won't.
1: hey he's your he's your friend in high places exactly. that's exactly yeah. it. there you
0: go yeah
1: well we'll see you next time guys